The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Pharrell on the Bench on a Friday night in the biggest way possible right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159. Scotty off tonight. Carver High and Mafia here in the mix for you. Mike Carver, Brian Ciano taking for the next couple hours. A lot going on. We have a ton of NBA. We have a couple hockey games. We have a college football game. We have a lot of college basketball, including a top five game coming up next hour between UCLA and Villanova. And we even have Team USA World Cup qualifier tonight. So a lot on the plate. Good evening, Mafia. How are you? So much on the plate. We didn't even hit it all there. We even have uh, BKFC going right now. I got that on my tablet ah. watching that. I got We got Bellator starting uh, pretty much right now on Showtime. So we have all different sports. We're running the gamut tonight with everything going on, Carver. I might have to turn the bare knuckle on uh, to find that. I'll get the uh, get the stream going in here. We've got several streams happening uh, in the office right now, and then the Bellator is just getting going. And it's I, I'm guessing Cyborg's the main event, Mafia. Is that the deal? Yeah, that is the main event, the title fight for her belt that uh, she will never relinquish because the talent there is just nowhere near what it was in uh... – you know, the UFC or wherever else she goes, strike force, all those we'll other places. We'll get into this at, at some point tonight, uh, later on maybe. But, like, I, I need I need Kayla Harrison to go fight one of these girls, Moff. I don't care who it is. Uh, She's supposed to be there tonight is. talking to Coker. I, I mean, I know there's a weight, probably a weight difference or whatever the deal. I mean, I don't care if it's Cyborg or Nunez. I don't care. I need to see her fight somebody else besides these, more, these, these girls she's beating the hell out of in BFL. I can't have it anymore. Yeah, well, Coker said that he's going to start talking to her tonight. So we'll see what happens, see how the preliminary talks she's go, a, see where they go from here. She's officially a free agent. She's a free agent. She's not with the PFL Especially, anymore. Yep. She's, After yeah. her last fight, she became a free agent. And she got a, one of her trading partners is there fighting, and she was expected to be there to help you know corner her and, and train with her. Uh, actually, it was one of the guys, I think. So he had to be there to back up her uh, teammates. So we'll see what happens. All right, there you go. Uh, so we've got some fighting happening here tonight as well. NBA, uh, let's let you know what's happening. Overtime right now in Boston between the Celtics and the Bucks. There's under 40 seconds to go. The Celtics are on the line. They are actually up now, 118 to 111. So they have uh, taken control here in the overtime period after Buck after the Bucks got a tie there with a Grayson Allen three-pointer deep shot from him. The Blazers lead the Rockets 92 to 79 right now. Suns up on the Grizz 107-83. 
Uh, the Nets, Moff, uh, struggling with the Pelicans in New Orleans tonight. Uh, they had a lead here in this game. Like, yeah, that little lead at the half. Lead after three quarters. They've been outscored 17-6 in the fourth. And suddenly a one-point game. The 1-11 Pelicans pushing the Nets tonight, Mafia. That's incredible because we've just been talking about how terrible this team has been without Zion all year. David Griffin's on the verge of maybe getting fired. He's fighting with the, the ex-coach and Gentry. I mean, there's just all kinds of mess down in uh, you know Bourbonville. And somehow... They're hanging with the Nets. Yeah, pretty amazing. About six and a half minutes to go in that game. We'll keep an eye on it. The Thunder lead the Kings by five right now. That would be a good win for them. Uh, Mavericks crushing the Spurs up 19-83-64. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates. Pharrell on the bench on a Friday night. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio. Tons of action tonight in several sports. And, of course, we will start to dive into the college football Saturday and the NFL Sunday throughout the course of our show tonight. Rest of the NBA, halftime, Nuggets up three on the Hawks right now. The Bulls and the Warriors are about to get going. Uh, ESPN clearly just waiting for this overtime to end in Boston before they start. Uh, Bulls and the Warriors out in San Francisco. And the Timberwolves are at Staples against the Lakers tonight. Uh, Lakers minus two. Your line there. Golden State now up to six, I just saw, uh, if you still want to get in. The Hornets beat the Knicks earlier, 104-96. to And the Cavaliers, Mafia, my Cavs, who are now 8-5, and five, uh, playing well, 98-78. They beat the Pistons, who, uh, once again, they suck. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter how many top picks you get if they can't really form into anything right now. I mean, it's amazing how well the Cavs have played this year. Not that they're one of the teams that we got to watch out for, all of a sudden they're not some dark horse that win the NBA title, but they got some fight in them early on. They certainly do. They're playing some great D, and Mobley's been real good for them uh, here in the early going, that's for sure. Hockey uh, tonight. There's a couple of hockey. Actually, everything's final except for one game. The Blackhawks lead the Coyotes 1 0 tonight. Stunningly, the Blackhawks were a uh, minus 200 favorite, which, I mean, that tells you how bad the Coyotes are. The Blackhawks are 3-9-2, and two, and they were minus 200 against Arizona tonight. The Coyotes are absolutely miserable. Uh, the Sabres beat the Oilers tonight, upset 3-2. The Leafs beat the Flames in overtime 2-1. The, Hur- the Flyers beat the Hurricanes 2-1. Nice win for them. The Caps got, beat the Blue Jackets 4-3. Ovi. Got his 742nd. He's now fourth by himself on the all-time goal scoring list. All right, we're just getting going. Throw on the bench, Carver High Mafia in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio. We'll come back, talk about the college football tonight and more. We get rolling on the grid right after this. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You were born with it. It's always been there. It's been the basis of many, many friendships and connection with people who just know and think like you do. It's made life fun. Welcome home to the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. And we are back. Frell on the bench on a Friday night. No Scotty as he's off to Pittsburgh to watch the Steelers and the Lions on Sunday at the Ketchup Bottle. You get Carver High and Mafia here with you uh, tonight and on Monday night as uh, we get to see Odell Beckham Jr.'s debut as a L.A. Ram against the uh, the White Winers, the 49ers, on, uh, on Monday night. Uh, college football, just so we get caught up on everything tonight, Mafia. Uh, no cover for Cincinnati tonight. Uh, of course, the 23-and-a-half, South Florida hung around for a little while. Cincinnati pulled away. Uh, they did get the last uh, score of the game there to make it a 17-point game. 45-28, they win. Uh, but, hey, you know, style points, whatever. Uh, it's four weeks in a row they didn't cover the number. I know that. Yeah, and that's a big thing for a team like that. You know, they can, the committee can say all they want, but they don't care about style points. It's not about the margin of victory or any of that stuff. And we know it's all lies because everything they've said about everything else has been lies. You know, they talk about how, you know, Oregon with over Ohio State because of the head to head. Then the next week, Michigan's over Michigan State. And it's not about the head to head. You know, it's, it's about the style points of, you know, Oklahoma not blowing teams out, you know, and the Ohio State's up there, but, you know, it's not style points for Cincinnati. But we know that's a lie. In the end, with that little team, the only way they are even thinking about putting them in the conversation for the playoffs, you know, putting them in that top four, is if they start blowing teams out. I think that as long as everyone stays pat, like, you know, of course, if you have teams ahead of them lose, then sure, they get an easy, you know, jump up into the next spot. But if everything stays the same, if these teams hold, you know, course right now and they keep winning ahead of them, they're not going to get in. They're not going to jump over anybody unless they have some huge wins. And right now, the last three weeks, they haven't done that. They're hurting themselves. No, and they need chaos theory. That that's what they need. They they need uh, a lot of things to happen. You know, like Michigan State beating Ohio State next week, and Oklahoma losing a game, and you know, uh, Georgia beating Alabama. Like they need a lot of things. I think to go on to put them in there. We know this, Moff. Like let, let's be fair here. They get they get whacked if they play Georgia or Alabama. Absolutely whacked. They they just what? they and people want to go back to the Georgia game last year. They played them in the Sugar Bowl. Well, Georgia half the team sat out. They didn't care because the game meant nothing to Georgia. They didn't make the playoffs, so nobody played in the game. So just calm down. That Georgia team that's playing right now, they wouldn't even score a point. Wouldn't even score. Well, I mean, nobody has it. That's the thing. Everyone. That's where I get you know annoyed is that people say, "Oh, well, they get blown out." Okay. Who hasn't gotten blown out by the top two teams in this playoffs? You know, for the 
pretty much the whole time we've had it. I mean, you're going to tell me any of those other teams aren't going to get blown out? You and I looked up at the, you know, the early lines on it when they put out that first yeah. playoff ranking, and it was 17, 18 points. Like, okay, so what's the difference between having a team you know, 22 to 24 points, you know, underdogs, opposed to 17 to 18? It's still someone's going to get their ass kicked. Why not give them a chance? It's true. Uh, it really is. Uh, but listen, it, the, all they need to do is they need to keep winning. Yes, they're not covering every week, but keep winning. They're going to get a game maybe against Houston at the end in the American title game. If they continue to win, they'd be undefeated in the conference. That would be a very good test for them. Maybe they get enough losses and they can sneak their way in. Uh, but I got no problem with where they're at now. They don't deserve to be in that top four. So they are already in the win column this week. We have another game going on right now on FS1 Mafia. Big Mountain West Friday night game. I love the late Friday night Mountain West game. And it is Wyoming and Boise State tonight on the blue turf. Boise had a great win against Fresno last week. Uh, You thought that that would carry over. They were 13.5 point favorites tonight. Even so, I get the 14 right before uh, kickoff. But Kind of the game that I anticipated, Mafia. Not a lot of possessions, not a lot of scoring, a big rock fight. 7-7 game with one minute left in the first half. I am on uh, Wyoming with the 13-and-a-half tonight. Yeah, I think that's a good play. I mean, listen, you hear the name, and we talk about it all the time with the, the bigger programs. When you talk about you know the Alabama, the Georgia, all those, like automatically they get the respect, or even Auburn. Like Some of these teams just get the respect that they don't necessarily deserve. I think that's you know almost the same for Boise on a lesser level right now. Like you see Boise State, and you know they're playing any of these smaller teams in these other conferences. You're like, oh, they're gonna smoke them because we think of the Boise States that we had for you know almost a decade of these high flying, huge offensive teams that were just lighting people up on the blue turf. That's just not who they are this year. Five and four, you know, overall three and two in conference. They're struggling. They're back to you know the same level those other teams were. They fell back down to the pack as far as the the non power fives, you know, the group of five teams. So. So now it's going to be a struggle, and you know, a team like Wyoming isn't pretty much on the same level as them. Even though they're not doing well in conference, they're doing a you know solid season again, five and four, just like them. So I think they can give them a game. Uh, those days are over. Uh, the days of Boise State being the dominating figure in that conference are gone. Uh, they lose they lose a couple games now in the past few years. Didn't win the conference last year. San Jose State did. There's a bunch of teams in here this year, whether it be. Nevada and San Diego State, who play each other tomorrow night. Uh, Fresno, who they did whack last week, I'll give them that. Mountain West, a very competitive conference now. And Boise State, uh, they do not own it anymore like they used to back in the day. Uh, Also tonight, Mafia, World Cup qualifier for the United States, uh, as they are scoreless with Mexico. That game is in Cincinnati tonight. Uh, Not much going on for them offensively. Uh, The goalie did make a couple of really good saves. So uh, this is usually a pretty key game for the United States. If they can somehow get some points off of Mexico in the hexagon, they usually find their way into the World Cup, which they did not do last time. Yeah, that's huge because then it gives them a little breathing room with these other teams. You know, and that's the problem that they've had is sometimes they'll play up for Mexico and then you play down to these other smaller teams and then someone all of a sudden bites you when you're on the road, you know, got to play in their territory. And that's what caught them, cost them last time and kept them out of the World Cup. So you can stay with Mexico, you play well against them. And you know, I think, first of all, that shows that you're getting to a higher level. You're you know getting where you should be in a lot of people's eyes as far as the U.S. soccer program. And then, like you said, you, you get a little juice out of it if you get a point. Instead of losing the game outright, you get something out of it, then it gives you a little bit more uh, wiggle room against these smaller teams when you might get caught. Yeah, and they're in good shape anyway. I mean, look, uh, Panama beat Honduras tonight. Panama's up there with them, tied now with 11 points. If the United States doesn't get any points tonight, they'd still be in second in the group. 
the top three get the automatic qualifier to the World Cup. So they've got some space right now. Canada actually is one point back of them. Canada's played well, uh, and they haven't qualified for the World Cup in forever. They're scoreless with Costa Rica right now. So 48th minute in Cincinnati between the United States and Mexico. We will keep our eyes going there. What happened with the Nets, Mave? I do want to go back to that. Uh, did they go final there? Did they end up sneaking that game out? Uh, they're they're going to. They're now up 117-110 with 25 seconds left, Mafia. So the Nets screwed around for a little while, but it looks like they'll get out of New Orleans with the win. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get out with the win, definitely not with the cover, though. That's the big thing for us is that they, when you screw around like that, it works in, in two different ways. One, if you got the pregame number, then it bites you and you get screwed, you know. For, I've always been a big, you know, with them at least, them, the Lakers, some of these other teams over the last couple of years, and, and a game like this is probably the better way to do it is you wait. Because you know they're going to mess around. This is not a team that goes out and stomps people's juggler right away, especially without Kyrie. They mess around. They have to, you know, get things going a little bit. And in this case, probably could have got a good in-game line number. Oh, absolutely, especially uh, on both ends. You probably got a got a real good Pelican number when the Nets were were beating them around in the first half, and you probably got a pretty good net number when things got tight uh, towards the end of this game. And they're still probably going to win it. Uh, listen, five Pelicans not going away now. They just got another two. Down five points here, uh, and the trail. The Rockets have made up some ground on the Trailblazers here with a buck thirty-three to go. Ninety-eight, ninety-one now in Houston. Uh, one hundred and ninety-one as they just made another bucket. Uh, not much else happening live right now. Uh, the T Wolves and the Lakers are about to get going. Uh, college basketball. I mean, there's like several hundred games tonight, Mafia. It's tough with college. There's only one game that matters tonight. And that's Villanova and UCLA at Pauly uh, coming up at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. So we'll touch on that one as we get closer to tip. Okay, Moff, we'll come back, start getting into the college football for tomorrow. Uh, Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty. Pharrell on the bench on a pain-free Friday night right here on Sports Grid Radio. We keep rolling with you on the grid right after this. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. They got their ass. 
last beat. They were going through the motions. They were lifeless. I don't like that or condone that at all. I play it straight up, yo. And we are back for All in the Bench, Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty tonight, right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159, Mightier 1090, Southern California, Sports Map, Sports Byline, etc. All right, Moff, uh, let's start diving into the college football. We'll keep our eye on everything going on live. Bulls and the Warriors are finally underway. I told you there's a ton of college basketball. I mean, it's really just a lot of... Uh, name schools playing uh, hack schools uh, tonight, aside from that UCLA-Villanova game that's coming up in an hour uh, in L.A. So other than that, eh, I'm trying to find one that's even decent. Eh, Nevada-San Diego, decent game. Oregon plays SMU at the top of the hour. Uh, Stanford and Santa Clara, that's not a bad game. Three and a half to spread there. Uh, West Virginia is absolutely destroying Pittsburgh tonight. So that's pretty much where we're at in that. Boise did get a field goal, Mafia, uh, going into the half, it looks like. So 10-7, Boise leads Wyoming. Live line minus 7.5. It was 13.5 pregame, of course. Let's get into tomorrow, Moff. Uh, some of the big games. Uh, we'll start with some of the noon kickoffs. Michigan, who's now up to number six in the college football playoff ranking, visits Penn State in Happy Valley. James Franklin, 2-10, and 10, Mafia. Uh, all-time against the uh, top 10 teams in the country. So not a good record there. Harbaugh not great either in big spots. In fact, the last two times he's gone to Happy Valley, he's gotten whacked. Uh, Michigan now minus 1.5. They are the road favorite here, total 48.5. I do like the Wolverines, Mafia. I think they're the better team. I think they show up tomorrow, and I think that they're able to win the game on the lines of scrimmage uh, on the defensive side and the offensive side. They're going to bully Penn State a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that, you know, the game for last week is the one that showed me a lot about Michigan because after you lose that game to Michigan State, you lose your standing a little bit. You kind of now, you know, have to rethink things like, oh, now we're not undefeated now. You know, we don't have a clear path. Like, what do we do now? Are we just going to fall by the wayside? And, you know, it's, it was a trap game kind of against Indiana. And I know Indiana's not good this year. They're not like the Indiana they were last year, even, you know, the couple years before where they could give you a problem. But that has been a Problem that Harbaugh's had. That's been one of those teams that's given them issues at times, and they handle them. They beat them down. So I think that, you know, even though this game's on the road, you had Penn State with their little slide there, that, you know, the three-game losing streak. They looked a little bit better last week, but still I think that Michigan is the better team like you with a small number like that, one and a half. I'm going to take Michigan. Yeah, I like the under, too. I, I just 48 and a half. It feels like the kind of game where both teams are going to have some issues scoring. We've seen that in a bunch of Penn State games this year where there's not much happening, a lot of punts, a lot of back and forth. I think you could get that uh, for a good portion of this game with Michigan tomorrow as well. I did want to throw you Syracuse, Mafia, only because Syracuse 8-1 uh, and one against the spread this year. That's tied for the best in college football along with my roadrunners of uh, UTSA, uh, San Antonio. 8-1 and one against the spread. They're at Louisville tomorrow, and Louisville quarterback Malik Cunningham was real banged up 
at the end of that game against Clemson last week. Uh, it sounds like he's going to play, but won't know for sure until the morning. And he got Syracuse getting three and a half on the road, which they've gotten a bunch of times this year. And not only have they covered a bunch of them, they've actually won a few outright. Good spot for Syracuse here, I think. Yeah, pretty good spot for them, you know. Especially, but this is a team that is hard to really expect anything from. I mean, they've had some good games, and then they've had games where they just get you know beat up. They lost to Clemson. It was a good game, but this isn't the same Clemson team. You know, FSU they lost to when FSU was down. You thought that'd be one they could take. Yeah, the loss at Rutgers, and we've seen what Rutgers has you know have fallen on their face once they got the conference play. Well, I don't think Louisville's a great team, and I, and they're struggling, and they've had kind of a, a rough year with a lot of these teams. I mean, they've even lost to Virginia. They lost to NC State. You know, they've lost to some of the better ACT teams. They held the business against FSU. You know, they did a good job against BC, who's been a tough team this year. So at home, I'm going to lean to Louisville because right now, as much as Baylor's gotten so much love over the years, I think this team has never really taken that next step, and right now they're a middle-of-the-road okay team. So on the road, I'm not going to trust them. Oklahoma visits Waco against the Baylor Bears. Uh, this has now gone down to five and a half. Uh, it was six and a half for most of the week, starting to creep down, and that's with uh, a lot of public money on the Sooners. Uh, I did have a couple of nuggets for you uh, for Oklahoma. Give me a moment here to dig them up. I had them earlier today with Joe Lisi when we did college football full circle. I just want to make sure I bring them back to the table here. Where we go? Okay, Baylor 5-0 and against the spread at home this year. Uh, Lincoln Riley, 5-12 uh, and 12 against the spread with two outright losses as a road favorite. So we got a couple of trends that clearly favor Baylor, but Mafia, I think Oklahoma starting to take it personal with that committee uh, that uh, they're undefeated in their eighth, and they got a whole bunch of teams in front of them that do have losses. So I think Oklahoma knows they need to get their game going. Baylor coming off a loss last week to TCU. I don't think Baylor's as good as some people think, uh, give me Oklahoma under a touchdown, a short number for them, which you rarely get. Uh-uh-uh, I'm not going with this. This is a team that doesn't like to cover. <laughs> They're on the road against a good team in Baylor. Baylor's played well at home. Oklahoma struggled on the road. Oklahoma's probably going to win the game. I think they still stand defeated, but I think it comes down to maybe a field goal late for them or you know, a three-, four-point game. I'm going to take Baylor to at least cover this spread. Wow, little Baylor action, plus five and a half at home. 62 and a half, a pretty big number as well. Uh, these Baylor games tend to trend towards the under, especially when they're in them. Uh, so look for that uh, as well tomorrow. Uh, UConn's getting 40 and a half at Clemson. I bring this up, Mafia, because you get the rare instance where the spread's 40 and a half, but the total's 51 and a half. Uh, I think you should just take the over 51 and a half. I think Clemson scores that by themselves. They probably will. I mean, I don't know if I could trust them to do that, though. This isn't the same thing Clemson. This offense has struggled all year. They've been, yeah. they've had issues. <sighs> you know, this might just be a state of the difference, game. Mafia. Here's the difference. This... UConn sucks. I mean, this isn't probably like too. playing one of these ACC teams. This is a little different. They do suck. They're an absolute disgrace. I mean, this is even worse a game than it would have been if, if Clemson was good because, you know, now it's they're beating up on this little team and they're going to do it. And it's a non conference game in the middle of the schedule like we have with some of these like Alabama has their game this week or, you know, all these big guys tend to do this. And it's embarrassing. It's a little less embarrassing because UConn sucks, but. Uh, I think I'm just going to stay away on this one. I, I'm leaning towards UConn covering just because I don't know if Clemson can beat anybody by 40-plus points this year, but it's just not worth the money. The thing to me is Dabo's had such a hard time scoring points this year. 
He's finally got a team on his field that he could probably score, pick his number if he wants to. Connecticut's that bad. And I got a feeling he's going to want to build some DJU confidence who has not been good this year. And he's going to let him stay out there and just keep laying it on uh, UConn. So that's kind of where I'm feeling towards it. And that's why I'm going there. You mentioned it, so I'll bring it up now. The other big spread uh, in the early window is Alabama and the 51 and a half against New Mexico State. Uh, a couple books of, uh, you know, I saw Fandle has this one locked right now, but it's still 51 and a half in a couple of other places. Um, this is tough. I, I, almost the same situation. I don't. I think Saban knows his offense hasn't been as good the last few weeks, and he might want to take it out on somebody. And this is a good spot for him to get them going. It's, it's, you know, some like live game practice reps he's going to get against New Mexico State. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it's that he, you know, has a chip on his shoulder or anything. I just think they're that much better. New Mexico State is terrible, one and eight this year. They're on the road in Tuscaloosa. Alabama is going to put the stomping on them. And, you know, this is he, those are one of the few teams that usually will run it up and will show you how much better they are than their competition. And, hell, if you want to look at that, you know, you brought it up about the other game with the UConn-Clemson. This might be one where you actually could get the over-under. You know, you could have a 61, you know, a, Alabama putting up over 60 points themselves and then giving up some garbage-time touchdown to New Mexico State to hit that 67 over. Alabama hasn't covered either of their their two games as 50-plus point favorites. They were 55-point favorites against this same team in 2019. They did not cover. Uh, so sometimes Nick some, sometimes Nick has a heart, Mafia, and in the, he doesn't completely go for the jugular in these games. Uh, we'll see if that changes considering his offense has been very spotty the last few weeks. Uh, next up, let me go to uh, Purdue and Ohio State. Now, public heavy on Purdue here, of course, because they've been a bit of a giant killer this year, beating Michigan State last week at home. They won at Iowa. Now they're going to go to Ohio State, where the last few weeks, Mav, I haven't been too impressed with their offense. You know, last week in Lincoln, eh, they could have blown Nebraska out. They didn't do it. They settled for a lot of field goals. The week before that, they kind of did the same thing against Penn State at home. 20.5 seems like a bit of a big number to me, considering how well Purdue has played this year. Yeah, it does seem big if you're going to go with the whole giant killer uh, mantra that people have been going with with Purdue. But I think you know the problem is that this is a situation where Purdue's done this time and time again this year. You know, we saw them beat Notre Dame. We saw them beat you know Wisconsin. We, I'm sorry, that's the two. We saw them beat uh, Michigan State. I'm sorry, in Iowa. I'm mixing up which ones they won and lost there. But you know, because they've done that. I think Ohio State's going to be unnoticed. I think they know what they got to do here. I think they know that, listen, we got to put up points. We can't mess around with this team. We can't let them hang around because they could very well come back and upset us, and they don't want that with the position that they're in. So I think you're going to have a focused, a confident, and a much better Ohio State team because while the record of Purdue is you know solid but not great, they're not one of the one teams that's going to you know win that conference. They're ranked, and they know, listen, we can't mess with them. No question. Um, I just think that uh, they, they'll hang around in this game. A little bit of a high total for me as well uh, with the 63 and a half, uh, too. We'll come back, Mafia. We'll get into a couple of these other ones. Pharrell on the bench, Carver High and Mafia, in for Scotty, Sports Grid Radio. Keep rolling after this. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. 
Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. No doubt about it. Things are crazy right now. Just read a paper. On second thought, don't. You're listening to something rock solid. Something to depend on. Believe in. Expert information on gaming. Odds. And more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. And we are back from the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty here tonight uh, on Sports Grid Radio. As a pain-free Friday, we're taking a look at all the action going on right now. Uh, the Bulls and the Warriors getting close to the end of the first quarter. Bulls out to a little bit of a lead here uh, against Golden State. Uh, the United States and Mexico are going back and forth. Um, they're almost gotten to like a little bit of a pushing match out there, but Christian Pulisic has just come on. We'll see if he can get things cooking for the red, white, and blue. Uh, not much else happening. 10-7, Boise State leads Wyoming right now. They are, uh, I believe, going to the half, or at the half, I should say. Uh, we're going through the college action for tomorrow. Next hour, we'll go through some of the NFL for this weekend. Georgia and Tennessee Mafia uh, in Knoxville. Hendon Hooker and the Vols who have been scoring some points the last few weeks. They're getting 19.5 against Georgia. We know their deal, number one, of course, in the country. Defense has been absolutely outstanding this year. Uh, 19.5, total 55.5. I've been waiting to see this Tennessee team total. Wow, 17.5. One of the bigger ones uh, that we've seen this year. Uh, I'm just not going to believe it till I see it, Mafia. I I don't care how good Tennessee's offense has been, how up-tempo they play. Uh, George is better than them, and I think George will whack them. Is it really 17-team total for Tennessee? That's insane. They haven't given up more than 13 to anybody. They haven't given up two touchdowns to anybody this year. We're going to think Tennessee's going to be the one to break that. I mean, they didn't get they gave up seven to Florida. They gave, you know they shut down uh, Kentucky, gave up thirteen. Auburn who scored points only had ten. Arkansas they didn't give any points to. And you, Tennessee's going to be the one to break them. Get out of here. They're going to slaughter them. Yeah, that's that's how I feel right now too. I, I think that they're going to take it to them, uh, and this is going to be ugly, kind of like every draft yeah, that's game. We're just not going to get pushed. Hey. So they... Oh, the Tennessee Volunteers. Rocky Top has not been uh, rocky. It's been rocky for them. Been on un- very smooth for everybody else though for a long time. They're going to kill them. 
Look, George is not going to get pushed until they play Alabama in the SEC title game. That's when they are going to get pushed, and that's that. Uh, Miami and Florida State doesn't mean what it used to mean, Mafia, that's for sure. Um, used to be one of the biggest games of the year on the schedule. Now, uh, the last few years, it's been a bit of an afterthought. Miami is going for five in a row against them, and I actually do like them a lot, minus two and a half in Tallahassee. Yeah, I mean, Florida State has been an absolute mess. They got it going a little bit again, where they're not as bad as they were early on with some of those just embarrassing losses. But Miami's got something going here. You know, we were ready to throw dirt on both these teams. Miami, you know, had the nice win a couple weeks ago. They got the, a new quarterback here that seems to be uh, the guy that's going to lead them to, I don't know about better days, but not as embarrassing days. So I think Miami is the better team right now of those two of these, you know, historic programs that have fallen on not hard times, just embarrassing times. So I think Miami gets the win. Yeah, Van Dyke's played well the last few weeks since he came in for De'Ara King after uh, he had the season-ending injury. Uh, Michigan State slips in the rankings, of course, after the loss to Purdue last week. They play Ohio State next week, but before they get there, they have to deal with Maryland at home, 12.5 is the number, 60.5 the total. Our boy Joe Lisi is on Maryland outright in this game, Mafia. He thinks the Terps are going to beat Sparty uh, tomorrow. I say no, no, no. Uh, give me Michigan State and probably another big game for Kenneth Walker as they get ready for the Buckeyes. You know, Maryland started off nice. The 4-0, they had you know some good games here. They had some back and forth with West Virginia. They, you know, edged out Illinois, and since then, it's, it's been a mess. You know, you're losing four of your last five. You lost three in a row there to Iowa, Ohio State, and Minnesota. Against Michigan State, are they, you know, the most exciting team always? No. Are they the best team? They're pretty darn solid, and they got an incredible running game, as we saw against Michigan. I know they tripped up against Purdue last week, but I don't think Maryland's going to be the one to trip them up again. I think yeah, they get uh, back on track here. Yeah, I, I I do too. I think they take care of business in this game. Maryland stinks. Uh, their defense is awful too. I think that Sparty's going to pound them uh, into the ground with their running attack. Ole Miss and Texas A&M, significant game because Texas A&M needs to keep that just one loss in the conference because they have a tiebreaker over Alabama right now. And if, and it's a big if, Auburn beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl, Texas A&M might be able to jump ahead of them into the SEC title game. Uh, Ole Miss Mafia the last few weeks, it just seems Corral and the offense uh, less and less impressive, more and more hits. They seem a little worn down. I love the under in this game at 57 and a half. Uh, Texas A&M a road favorite in Oxford. That's a little scary for me. Uh, I kind of like Ole Miss in this game. Yeah, this is a tight one there, as you see with the, the numbers there. I think Ole Miss, you know, surprising thing is it. As much as we always talk about offense with Lane Kiffin, the team's actually playing decent defense the last couple of weeks. You know, giving up 14, 20, 17. You know, this isn't just a, a shootout team like we saw against Arkansas earlier this season. So they're playing decent, you know, solid on both sides of the ball. They're not lighting it up on offense, but they're playing good enough. Texas A&M has been, you know, a solid team throughout the season. They had their little slide, the two games with Mississippi State and Arkansas, but, you know, have done a great job since rebounding with the, you know, the win at Alabama. They just beat Auburn where they controlled them and shut them down. So I think this is going to be a very tight game. It's going to be uh, hard to come by points for both teams. I agree with you. It's not going to be the shootout that you would have expected with Jimbo Fisher and Lane Kiffin if you talked earlier in the season. I think, though, like you, I'm going to give Ole Miss a little bit of an edge right now being at home, and the fact that their defense is actually you know, helping them out here and they don't have to score 60 points a game. 
Really big game in the ACC tomorrow night. Wake Forest uh, did get their first loss of the season last week against North Carolina. That actually didn't count as a conference game. It was a non-conference game. So Wake Forest is still undefeated technically in the ACC. They host NC State, who has the upper hand. They have a win over Clemson already head-to-head. If they win this game tomorrow night, they most likely, Mafia, are going to represent the Atlantic side uh, in the ACC title game. The winner of this game is going to have the inside track for that. I like the Wolfpack to go into Winston-Salem and beat Wake Forest tomorrow night. Really? Look at you going for the upset here. I mean, both these teams are very solid. There's been things expected out of NC State early on. And, uh, you know, they got tripped up by Miami in that tight game. They you know lost to Mississippi State. So that has hurt their standing a little bit. I'm so disappointed Wake Forest lost that game. I was watching that game. I was at, like, the uh, drive shack down there in North Carolina. Pretty much I was in Raleigh, so I was right in the area of both these teams. And to see Wake up like that and choke it away against North Carolina was just so disappointing. I was rooting for them to kind of go the whole way. and Because I want chaos. I want anarchy. So I wanted them to win out in the ACC and win that conference undefeated and see what the committee decided to do there, you know, as we talked about a couple weeks ago. But I think this is a game for me that they're going to rebound here. I think they, you know, they had that little bit of a bite there against North Carolina. I think they're going to be, you know, upset about that. And they want to get back into the, the focus of winning this ACC. And they need this win for that. And the total's a little low for a Wake Forest game, 64 and a half. Uh, their, their games usually are just absolutely uh, bonkers. And uh, how about Pulisic Mafia? Puts USA ahead against Mexico here. Uh, that was in the, trying to see what minute this happened in. 74th minute Mafia. Pulisic comes off the bench and he gets a goal for them. Nice job as the United States has the one nothing lead on Mexico. Let's go. Nice. It's been an up and down year for him with all the injuries he's had, you know, the starting, not starting over in Europe. Yeah. So I'm glad to see him still fighting through all this, still not letting it get him down and uh, come up big for the U.S. there. Yeah, huge, huge. And we'll see if they can close this thing out here over the last 15 minutes or so. So I'm sure there'll be a ton of extra time. They'll give Mexico all the chances in the world. The refs, they're good at doing that. Uh, but the Cincinnati crowd going wild as uh, – Christian Pulisic puts them into the lead. Uh, Notre Dame visits Virginia. This has now gone from 5.5 up to 7.5. I have to guess, and I'm going to go look right now. There must be some news on Brennan Armstrong uh, and whether or not he's going to play tomorrow night because he, of course, the Virginia quarterback, been very good. He was banged up there in their last game. If I was them, I wouldn't even play him this week. They have a massive game with Pitt next week where they can still win the Coastal side and make it to the ACC title game. This game really, uh, for all intents and purposes, means nothing for Virginia other than that it's a primetime game with Notre Dame and Charlottesville. Uh, I will get that for now, Mafia. I'm going to look for uh, what the deal is with Armstrong, but 7.5 for the Irish on the road against Virginia. Yeah, it's a big number to lay on the road given all that Notre Dame's been through this year with the, the quarterback situation, who's playing, or oh, everybody's playing, nobody's playing, everyone's injured, everyone's fine. You never know, you know, what they're gonna do. But they have gotten things going again the last couple of weeks, it seems like. You know, they've had a couple of good games and four wins in a row. You had, you know, beating up USC, beating up uh, you know, USC, beating up Navy. I think that they have gotten things figured out a little bit here. And while Virginia's a tough team, and like you said, has a chance to win that conference still, after what I saw against BYU, I don't care if it was on the road. To get shellacked by that, yeah, they put up 49 points. To give up that many points, that doesn't make me feel good playing a team like Notre Dame. I'm going to pick Notre Dame on the road to win and cover. 
Yeah, there is some some news going around that they don't think he's going to play tomorrow night, Brennan Armstrong. So, uh, usually when you see, you know, this is one of these instances, Mafia, where if you see a line moving like this and there's been a question about somebody's availability throughout the week and there's no official word yet, that means uh, somebody got official word, uh, if you know what I mean. That's what that means, Mafia. Somebody who make it, makes the lines got the official word. <laughs> yeah, if somebody knows something, know man. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if that's the case, you might want to get on it sooner rather than later. If you wait till tomorrow, that might go up even more as everybody jumps on that line. The more that comes out to the uh, the, know, the knowledge of everyone. Yeah, uh, doubtful for tomorrow. Uh, gone from five and a half to seven and a half in the last couple hours. Probably will go up a little bit more as well. Oklahoma State. They need to continue to take care of business. TCU got a big win last week after getting rid of Gary Patterson. Now they go on the road to Stillwater, 11-and-a-half. I like the under, 53-and-a-half mafia. Oklahoma State has not allowed more than 24 points in a game all year. I think they take care of business. TCU has a hard time scoring against them. Yeah, I agree. You know, the way this Oklahoma State team has played defense all year has been pretty impressive. And, you know, TCU has not put up a lot of points. Of course, they did last week against Baylor. I think that was, you know, kind of a Baylor taking them a little too lightly. I think Oklahoma State's going to do the same thing. Another team that, you know, had their loss, and now they know we need to keep going the whole way in order to, you know, have a chance at the playoff. I think they're going to make a statement here. Their defense has been insane the last couple weeks. Oregon has not been very good as a favorite this year. Uh, four and six ATS, uh, and Washington State has covered ten of the last eleven games against Oregon. Believe it or not, they've been good this year, uh, especially covering numbers. Washington State. It's thirteen and a half. I love the Cougars tomorrow night in Eugene. Uh, even if if it's just got to be a little backdoor cover, whatever it is, Mafia. I'm taking Washington State tomorrow night. I'm with you 100% on this. They have been amazing, you know, covering. And after all, everything that went on with the coaching staff, you thought they would have had a dip. You thought they would have had some issues. But they have been awesome, you know, within a touchdown for the last four straight games, you know, three points against Stanford uh, that they won by. Two, they lost by to BYU. I think that they're playing some of their best ball since they actually fired the coach. And I think they cover here. Oregon still might win, but this could very well be the game they get tripped up in. They might have be a decent play, Washington State, on the money line because there's always going to be that one that Oregon falls. Yeah, they had Stanford already, but this could be the one that pushes them out of the playoff picture. Well, that would be very, very pricey at plus 420 if you would like to get involved with that. All right, for the bench, Carver Hyde Mafia in for Scotty here on a pain-free Friday night. Sports Grid Radio will come back. Keep rolling on the bench right after this. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. problem with people. Everybody expects every team in the effing league to win the Super Bowl. One team wins. The rest of them lose. Nothing for you. How about that? One last indignity. And we are back for On the Bench on a Friday night. Carver Hyde Mafia in for Scotty here on Sports Grid Radio. He heads to Pittsburgh for the Steelers and the Lions coming up on Sunday. 2-0 now, Mafia. USA as Weston McKinney uh, adds to their lead. This has got to be, and I saw a lot of the people that are more into and cover the team a lot closer and watch the team a lot closer than I do. I, of course, uh, you know, I love the World Cup qualifiers, love the Gold Cup, things like that. Uh, but probably the best half that the United States has played against Mexico in maybe forever, uh, scoring two goals here, controlling the play. Uh, it's great to see, and it's going to give them a chance to now go to the top of uh, the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying hexagon table, Mafia. Very good to see after the missing last time out. Yeah, this is a great performance by them in this game. You know, Mexico is always a tough team, no matter whether you play in Mexico or the U.S. But you know, to come out and say, you know, even at halftime, just being tied up, no score, you're probably like, all right, we're feeling good. Now to score too late, where you're pretty much in control of this one, and Mexico's going to have to all out blitz, but it gives you, you know, the opportunity to hold on and win. This is a great performance by them. No question about it, uh, and they should be able to lock this thing down. Uh, getting close to uh, about midway through the second quarter in Golden State, uh, as the Warriors now have pushed ahead of the Bulls. Uh, 35-34, so a close game between those two going on. Uh, we've got Boise State and Wyoming now, uh, 13-7, as they have added on a field goal, the Cowboys, uh, or uh, I should say the Broncos. Uh, for On the Bench, Carver High Mafia, hour number two, up next on Sports Grid Radio after this. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 